90s Now with Kelly Alexander and Sharon Hyland. Hey, it's us, Cal. How you doing? Sharona, I am fantastical. How are you? Uh, no complaints. Adam, how are you? I'm running out of words to say how great I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm great. It could be worse things. <laughs> we'll go with that. We have so much going on on today's show. It's crazy business. Yeah, there's a lot. A lot of music, a little bit of TV. It's all about balance, Kel. <laughs> we are living our best lives. Uh, but for new music, um, and I guess no new music would be a teasing line. Uh, and of course, some trivia. I'll put you to the put you on the spot to give me a top two from one of our faves and tie it into some uh, pretty good news for her. Oh, mm-hmm. there's oh. a clue. It's a female. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, though? I think we should start with the uh, no new music, but even though there is kind of a new music tag uh, to this story about how there's going to be no Van Halen without Eddie. And this is according to uh, Wolfgang Van Halen and, of course, the rest of the world. Right. <laughs> I, I don't think anybody would uh, would be on board with a, a Van Halen without Eddie. That's for sure. But uh, what do we know for sure, Kel? We know for sure that, uh, well, Wolfgang just did an, an interview with Howard Stern, and I think that's where most of the news came out. And so, yeah, he uh, basically said that they're not going forward without his dad, like you said. And um, I actually read another article today where he wanted the fans to know that even though they didn't get to sort of reunite and do that last tour that they wanted to, that Eddie mm-hmm. really did want to do it, that he was looking forward to it. And uh, was, you know, I guess obviously sad that it didn't happen, but he really wanted to get that happening before his uh, illness got worse. Yeah. It seemed like he was uh, taking care of business, really, with tying up uh, any sort of loose ends with regard to um, burying hatchets and things like that. The most recent thing I read was about Michael Anthony, because that was my big concern always, that Michael Anthony, as an original player with Van Halen for, you know, a, a zillion years... Uh, then when they reunite with Dave, he's not invited back because Wolfgang now assumes the role, and he did a really good job. Uh, but I always like I'm always like, well, what happened? There was all kinds of rumors about how the Van Halen brothers were like, nah, not happening, whatever. Um, but what I read, sort of, there's this idea I think that uh, people want it all to be good, and yeah, well, Eddie, you know, he was reaching out to Michael, and everything was going to work out, and then. When Michael Anthony is asked, he's like, I never heard from anybody. So I heard that I was going to hear from people, basically, is what he said, but he, that he didn't end up hearing from anybody. So mm-hmm. that's kind of, that kind of made me sad for a long-time friendship like that. But you know what? Who knows? Who knows if it actually happened or didn't happen? It, it's like I've said before. It's none of our business, really. But we attach ourselves to these bands because they're such a part of our lives that you want to believe, you know, something good's going to come out mm-hmm. of something sad like that. So hopefully everybody was was fine, you know? And now we're going to get new music from Wolfgang, correct? Yeah, it sounds really good, too. A song called Distance. Um, I saw his uh, his mom actually uh, put it as part of her story today because uh, it reached over a million views, I think, on YouTube. Wow. It's a really good song. Now, aside from the fact that it totally plucks your heartstrings because the whole video is 
is uh, Wolfie as a baby and them as a unit. And mm-hmm. like they were, Eddie Van Halen and Valerie Bertinelli, when they got together, they were the cutest couple of rock stars going, right? Early 80s. They shared the same hairstyle. <laughs> they made this cute little baby. Uh, she was TV's darling. He was this great rock star. They both looked super happy. And then this cute little baby. <laughs> Anyways, so the video is basically him growing up and and you get to see Eddie Van Halen again. So it's it's still sort of fresh for fans to have to to uh to deal with the uh the passing of Eddie Van Halen but uh to get to watch that video is super heartwarming add to that that the song is great like it's a really good song and is he singing so, Wolfie I believe so oh good okay yeah because I didn't know if he was like a vocalist guy well whatever's coming out of his camp I also read um Briefly, a, a bit of an interview with uh, Nuno Betancourt of Extreme, who said, or who wrote rather, that uh, that he had had a conversation with Eddie Van Halen. They were going to get together. Oh, you wait till you hear what uh, Wolfie's doing. It's going to be great. So he knew the the uh, the abilities of his son, which is you know probably super heartwarming for Wolfie to to read on his own too. But like I said, it's a great song. It's called Distance, and he wrote that song for his father. Oh, well, it's evident. So, yeah. It, the, it's the lyri- lyrically, it's, it's on point, but it's optimistic. Bit. It just sounds good. Yep. They, they must have been setting things up for a while, though, right? Probably knowing that stuff was going downhill. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, would, I would think so. Yeah. Um, I'm really happy that they have such a great relationship because there's so many celebrity parents and children that don't get along. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not sure if they've patched it up, but for example, Tommy Lee and one of his sons, I think, oh, yeah. remember that ended, like was not going well for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they had a lot. That was like a, that was a high strung scenario, mm-hmm. that family dynamic. So but I've that's only ever heard nice things between Wolfgang and his dad. Like it, it just seems mm-hmm. like super, super, super support on either side, which is like amazing. Because especially too, as you're like growing into a young man and all that stuff. And I think he's 29 now, if I've read correctly, um, mm-hmm. Wolfgang. But like, you know, the fact that he spent so much time with his dad, I think there's a lot of things like where guys need to kind of go off for a bit and do their own thing. But he didn't. Yeah, it's uh, well, I guess the good thing about having a rock star parent and then being afforded the opportunity to tour, I mean, that was a pressure job. He had to be good. He had to be Van Halen good. Right. Yeah. And then he got to spend all that time with his dad, probably getting better. That's uh, that's that's rock college right there. There you go. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> nice way to say it. And a good. I can seg- go to rock college. <laughs> a good segue into trivia questions, where we're going to see your intelligence shining through, Sharon and Adam. Uh oh. <laughs> you ready for trivia? Oh, is that a new uh, new term of confidence? <laughs> now, trivia. Bing bong. Bing bong. All yes. right. So we are sitting at 11 1 and hallelujah. Adam got I a point. I did last make week. a point. <laughs> I forgot about that. Thank goodness. Yeah. Adam's on the board. Ooh. So exciting. So 11 to 1. And uh, it could go either way for the two of you today. Not Imagine sure. if I do a comeback. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Imagine yeah. if you do, Adam. Be awesome. Who believes in this? <laughs> I believe I in you, Adam. All, Do it. All of our amazing listeners who are listening in on all the different podcast platforms. So thank you for doing that. Um, so here we go. Question number one. Uh, which 90s hip hop and R&B group are celebrating the 30th anniversary of one of their songs by performing on the American Music Awards this Sunday? 
Sharon? <laughs> I like your quizzical <laughs> nature, Sharon. I may not know. <laughs> um, salt and pepper. Good guess, but no. Adam, think this through before you say something out of your mouth. Is that hip hop <laughs> slash R&B group? Yeah, yeah. Celebrating the 30th anniversary of one of their songs, and they're doing it on the American Music Awards. And this is like big news. This is exciting. So that's a song that debuted in 1990. Yes. Yes. And people love show this off. song. Did, what did I you know, say? Right? I said show off. Okay. Math skills. <laughs> this is the only part of the question I will get right. <laughs> um, I was about to say boys to men, but... Oh, close, but no. Belle uh, Biv DeVoe. Oh. Now you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I actually found out this nice. news by, by accident because I had already gone over the list of performers and all that sort of stuff um, for the AMAs because of the job that I do on the radio station that I work for here in Montreal. Uh, and then, lo and behold, up on my social media, because I follow Belle Biv DeVoe, they had this whole cool little montage thing that said, we're performing at the AMA celebrating Poison. So that's what's you know gone. what that that brings us to what? the words of wisdom: never trust a big button a smile. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Uh, so that, <laughs> that has saved me from many <laughs> heartache. <laughs> that should be in a bumper sticker. I now realize. Um, and also, by the way, Nelly will be performing on the AMAs as well, celebrating uh, the 20th anniversary of Country Grammar. Oh, nice. So it's going to be a good AMAs. And Jennifer Lopez is going to be on there as well, um, performing two songs with a Colombian artist, Maluma. And so... Maluma. Maluma. And I only this know... This is fresh baby. off her uh, People's Choice Award, too. Yeah, she's rocking it. And uh, yeah, just some great artists are, that are going to be there. So check it out for sure this Sunday on... Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the ABC Network in the States. All right, question number two. Yeah. Uh, so we're still sitting at 11 to 1 right now. Yeah. In what year was the term weblog, shortened to blog, first coined? So wh when when did weblog Adam. become a thing? Adam, go Adam. It must have it must have been later in the 90s, 1998. Oh, Adam. Sharon. <laughs> 1997. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pow. So close. It could have gone either way. You could have guessed 1999, but you didn't. I totally could have guessed that one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's now sitting at 12 to 1. Adam, where are you mounting this comeback? Well, I had fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's been nice knowing you. That's what that sounded like. And to both my answers, you said, ooh, close. So I'm getting there. Yeah. There you go. You are super optimistic. Uh, That's awesome. See, Adam, I put that, I put that weblog question because <laughs> I felt like there was a good you know, ability for you to have an educated guess. Well, that's so, what I did. Yeah, so, so close. Oh. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> Emphasis on the guess. Yeah, very nice. Uh, Sharon, back to you. Well, uh, well, friends, how about we segue this way? Uh, that the good news is that we're going to uh, get that Friends yes. episode. Yep, yep. I guess, well, and, and you know what? It's good news, good news. It's been delayed mm -hmm. till March. Yeah, but I think that that's the good news. Also, it's it's a real solid sign that it's gonna happen. Mm -hmm. Yep. And why do we know this? Was it uh, David Schwimmer on TV, or was it Matthew Perry somewhere else, or both? Matthew Perry. Well, see, David Schwimmer earlier in the summer, back in July, I believe it was, said that they were hoping to begin filming. Um, I think later on, at you know, I think it was October was was a thought. 
Um, and then obviously that didn't happen. Um, and then Matthew Perry went on Twitter saying, Friends reunion being scheduled for the beginning of March. Uh, looks like we have a busy year coming up. And that's the way I like it, exclamation mark. So we will have happy times there. And I'm not sure, again, with this reunion, like it sounds like it's going to be a bunch of um, amazing, like, uh, I guess, looking back, you know, reminiscing business. Nice. That's what I you think. You know what? I think anything that they do is going to be great, whatever they do. Anytime they post a picture, somebody posts a picture on Instagram or something, you're like, oh, my gosh. And the response is incredible and instant. Like, it breaks the internet, for lack of a better cliche. But, um, like, millions of people love it. And, mm-hmm. you know, a, a fraction of that, which is still a lot of people, will comment to say how much they love it, which is cool. And I love how they're still just cool. Like, all six of them, cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's nice. Do you have a favorite friend, Sharon? Um, who doesn't? You hold, Who's think, yours, little Adam? Uh, yeah. Rachel Green. Uh, Sharon? Can yeah, I guess, classic. Sharon? Can I guess yours? I don't know that I have them, but yes, go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, let's let's have a guess as to who you lean towards. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say, uh, Courtney Cox. No, no. Okay. No, I think that. Uh, well, I think I like them equally, for lack of another better cliche. Um, I think that they represented, like like the best friend you could have, right? you know, like mm-hmm. each of them had a slice of personality that if all of you brought them all together, they'd be incredible. So I, I identified with each of them in a, in a different way. I loved the way Ross's character evolved yeah. into this, like that he embraced his quirkiness. Mm-hmm. Yep. Do you know that, that there's specific episodes where you remember him doing or saying something like the losing his mind when somebody ate his sandwich at work, <laughs> right? Yeah. Or, or where they're trying to move the couch up the stairs <laughs> and he's barking orders at them and it's pivot, oh. pivot. <laughs> like, like I could watch that over and over. Um, Phoebe always had great zingy lines just because it was a great contrast that she had these this sharp intellect and wit, but she, yeah. you know, often was also fluffy and, and blondy. Yeah. Um, Joey was just consistent as a goofball. Uh, Rachel, man, like... She, character-wise, she evolved wonderfully in that show, Mm -hmm. you know, into the person that she was supposed to be. And I just think that overall, they they represented friends that we knew in our own lives. That's a good analysis, Sharon. I appreciate your efforts. You're welcome. (laughs) Question, are they going to set the reunion in 2020, like years after Friends, or is it going to be... Are they going to bring us back to the early 2000s? Well, it's going to be real life. And then I think with lookbacks. Okay. That's my nice. understanding. Because I don't I don't think any of them are getting into character is my understanding. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think so. Unless like, you know, one of them breaks into something like, like maybe Ross would say pivot, pivot, you know, at some point <laughs> or, you know, uh, David Schwimmer. But I don't, I don't think there's no storyline. It's not, it's more like, I think okay. a retrospective. Well, that's cool. Anything, like I said, in my opinion, anything that they will do will hit because yeah. people love them. Yeah. Um, there was more TV news that we were uh, going to discuss about how um, we can look for. Well, the whole thing about 2020 is looking forward to 2021. <laughs> uh, and there's a new TV show with Alec Baldwin and Kelsey Grammer. Uh, sitcom, I believe. is Yeah, it's a sitcom. It's mm-hmm. the same people that brought us uh, Modern Family. With a third element still to be determined, but if it's Modern Family, 
and Alec Baldwin and Kelsey Grammer, I think we're off to the races. Sold. Ne- never in a, <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. And never in a million years would I have thought that these two guys would come together. Not that, not for any other reason than I just feel like they're usually a standalone act. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially because they're so powerful on their own. Like it's almost like they needed to be surrounded by a great cast around them. Yeah, totally. So to have the two of them, like, I just think this is going to be amazing. Like, it's absolutely mind-boggling to hear. Like, when I saw the news, I'm like, this can't be real. <laughs> so, And what's cool <laughs> is that the premise is that it's three guys that lived together kind of back in the day and fell out of uh, friendship and now have been reunited for whatever the reason. So it'll be interesting to see who the third guy is, knowing that um, Kelsey Grammer is in real life 65. Yep. And Alec Baldwin is 62. Mm-hmm. Relatively new dad and 62. So I guess that's what keeps him young and agile. Maybe it'll be uh, Ted Danson. That'd be fun. Because I think his show is ending, isn't it? Because he was on one. He was on a like a sitcom-y thing too. And I can't remember what it's called, but I think his is ending this year. Wasn't it The Good Place? Yeah, I think so. Something like that. So I think it's ended, right? So he might might be looking for a, you know, a job. Maybe it's going to be, we could just pontificate (laughs) this whole show. Maybe it's going to be John Stamos or uh, Bob Saget or... uh... Oh yeah, there's so many actually. That'd be, it'd be interesting. By the way, um, several years ago, uh, Kelsey Grammer was on this show called, I think it was called Chicago, I think, but it was in Chicago. So it was something about that. You could g- just Google it to find it. It was like super dark, but like delicious. Like he played the mayor of Chicago <laughs> and was like, s- like knowing that he had come from Frasier. And obviously, you know that he's an actor and he can portray anything. But to see him in this like, you know, mayoral seat, like he was just cutthroat. Like it was crazy. So if you have a chance to find it somewhere, I think it's called Chicago, and he plays. So the mayor. I should search Chicago, not dark and delicious. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds amazing. Careful. Did I also tell you that I recently <laughs> saw a stat that Chicago, I believe it's for the sixth year in a row, and it's a stat they don't want. Um, they are the uh, biggest rodent population of the entire United States. Really? Like. Yeah, like with Yeesh. rats. Like they are the number oh, one God. rat city of the states. Ugh. Six years That's in a, a row. Lot. And it's so funny because when I when I start this story, normally everyone's like, oh, yeah, they're the murder capital of. I'm like, no, no, it's worse <laughs> than that. I'm like, they have the most rats. <laughs> worse than murder? Yeah. Rats. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Have something. you heard uh, under the uh, murder ca- uh, category, have you heard that uh, in North America we now ha- will have to contend with uh, murder hornets. Oh, I heard about that a few months ago. Yeah, it's happening though. It's, it's enough. Yeah, it's still a news thing. Yeah, there's no. It's it's basically one of those. Well, if you have one, you're in trouble. Yeah, like they're here. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard that and they, they look awful. Oh, they do. Yeah, I heard <laughs> yeah. that they killed. A, or I don't know if it's killed. I don't know what they've done with them. I'm assuming they were extinguished. They murdered him, if you will. Yeah. Uh, there was a big nest of them somewhere in uh, Washington State, I believe it was. Yeah. So they're coming. No, oh, they'll probably wait till after you know our East Coast winter, right? <laughs> East Central Coast, right? I'm hoping that they they won't like our particular climate here in Quebec. You know what I'm saying? Well, exactly. That's why it's what, a little too frosty. Skip it. Yeah, they'll stop like uh, you know near the Dakotas or near like Alberta. Maybe they'll just stay in Vancouver for a while. Right. You know, they get a mild winter. Yeah, we don't have that. Then they'll pack their murder bags and uh, 
<laughs> venture venture uh, east for a lovely summer of kill. Uh, yeah, there we are. Super. Uh, let's segue into something, Sharon. Let's get some music going. <laughs> Actually, back to music, because there's a pretty cool story about some uh, sons of big rockers yep. that we can look forward to. Uh, more from, let's say, the sons of Slash, mm-hmm. uh, Scott yes. Weiland, and the bassist from Metallica, Robert Trujillo. Uh, his son, Ty, is an amazing player. I've uh, followed him for a while. But together with Noah Weiland, London Hudson, they've got a brand new song and a band called Suspect 208, was yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know what that I, stands for. I think for, I typoed myself but... here because it only says 2-8, and I know that's wrong. Um <laughs> It's suspect, indeed. Yeah. Uh, but they sound really good. They sound like a young band should. They've yep. got that urgency, like they're just playing and fast, but really good. Yeah, yeah. I, I When I saw this story, I almost fainted. I was so excited. I'm like, this is <laughs> so like amazing. Cool. Yeah. And I was like, I couldn't send the link fast enough to you and Adam. I was like, <laughs> this is so, especially because like, I love Robert from Metallica. I just think he's fabulous. Super chill. He's so cool. And I, I can only imagine his son. And then when I heard the, the song, I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is amazing. So the cool part about Robert and his son is how proud of him he is right Mm. so he's been and he's like a teen i don't know how old he is but he's young Mm. so he's been like look at him go for (laughs) for like uh from well at least probably his whole life but from my perspective i've only been following for a few months but it's he's really good and london hudson how could you have a you couldn't have a better teacher than uh than your dad being a member of Guns and Roses and Velvet Revolver, which is a nice tie between Slash and uh, and Noah Wyland, at least because of uh, his dad Scott being in Velvet Revolver too. So it's kind of cool. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you know what else I love in the new category of things is Greta Van Fleet's new song. Oh, I haven't heard it yet, but they're cool. It's called My Way Soon, and it's one of those ones that you you like. You know, you listen to it, and it's good right away, and you're kind of nodding in the car, and then you're reaching for the volume, and you're like, yes, and then it just gets very loud in the car. It's that song. (laughs) Like, really good. That's how I feel about Big Butt and a Smile. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Just that line. I keep playing it over and over again in the car. Never trust a Big Butt and a Smile. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Other fun music news about Christina Aguilera. Mm -hmm. That's Christina Aguilera. Yeah. To those who don't have a fancy accent. I was just trying to keep up with Kelly. Uh, Christina's signed with Rock Nation, Jay-Z's label. Isn't that crazy? Which is, it's really cool. Yeah, like he has obviously been expanding his empire, if you will, because, you know, they're billionaires and all. Uh, so it was pretty crazy. <laughs> Rich get richer. They do. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, she apparently parted ways after 20 years with her manager, Irving Azoff. And, uh, yeah, is signing with with uh, with uh, Jay-Z. He's got an amazing roster already. Megan The Stallion, Mariah Carey, Rihanna, and, of course, the list goes on. And this might be a good uh, breath of fresh air for Miss uh, Aguilera. I was trying to, there you go. I was trying to figure uh, or find the uh, reason why she left after 20 years, Irving Azoff. Yeah, I don't know. Was there a reason? I haven't seen it. It sounds like she just wanted to maybe get a fresh start. Well, it's kind of cool. Irving Azoff was one of the non-performers that were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm going to say the other night because that's when I watched it. Um, (laughs) This year. And he's been long associated with, uh, you know, uh, musicians from the early 70s and like, well, the Eagles specifically, uh, but a long list of of great artists. And uh, 
and he's funny and sharp and he's kind of been the uh the artist's manager yeah you know like he's not he's not about the business first he's about their business first which has set him apart in a in a lot of ways from a lot of managements and it gets you into the rock and roll hall of fame when you do something that sets yourself apart good for him yeah i didn't know much about his backstory but um Maybe she just needs a fresh little uh, kick in the in the pants to get yeah. going. So her last yeah. album was two years ago. So maybe, I don't know, maybe she wants a fresh start. She's 39. I still can't believe saying that out loud because she still, to I me, is like 22. <laughs> it's crazy. It's wild. Yeah. Wild. But yeah. Good for her. Yep. There's yep. No, nothing bad that's going to come out of uh, Christina Aguilera, that's for sure. I also like the name of her album. It's a few years ago now. I'm not sure what year she released it, but I remember when I saw it. I want to say 2014, but I could be off. Um, Lotus. Like, that's just the cool album title, Lotus. Ow. Yeah, exactly. I'm not sure what kind of Lotus position she's in, but anyways. It's super yoga and sexy yeah. at the same time. I don't know if she had any duets with Sting on that album, but maybe. Anyways, back to you, Sharon. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? I think we should uh, wrap it up on a Christina note, and I will put you on the spot now and force you oh. to give me your top two from Christina Aguilera. Oh. Adam, are you going to start us off? Okay, I can start us off. I can start us off first. Lotus 2012. That was the oh, the, thank you, little Adam. The Appreciate that. Day. Wow, 2012. That's bonkers. I know, right? It seems like two minutes oh. ago. <laughs> uh, so my top two from Christina Aguilera. My first song will have to be Fighter. Oh, good for you, Adam. You like the chaps? Nice. And I love songs <laughs> that I can scream at the top of my lungs. I think I've said that. <laughs> a few times on the show so I love to sing that song and another one is from the burlesque soundtrack show me how you burlesque oh nice oh th- that's a- good for you Adam I don't even know that song nice dig this is the first time I do this I'm bringing up a song you don't know this is go listen to it's it like it's like you should great. be winning trivia to <laughs> <laughs> show so, uh, fighter exactly. and show me how you burlesque would be my two favorite Christina song that's I love so cool. it. Yeah, um, cool. I guess for me, honest to God, there's so many from her. It's so hard. I will go back to uh, Come On Over, I guess, just to start that mm-hmm. off. Um, it's funny because I never was a huge fan of Genie in a Bottle. Like, it's fine. But when Come On Over really? came out, I was like, this is my jam. Like, that is nice. ridiculous. And yeah. then here's one that maybe uh, will spark something in the two of you because I don't think anyone really talks about this one this much. Um, but in 2007, she released Candyman. You know what? Oh. This, the great experience of this top two is, is that my top two yeah. are Fighter. Yeah. But the Mama Jamma remix. I know, I'm not big on the remixes. <laughs> but there's a, a Mama, like, she's a bad Mama Jamma kind of mashup to Fighter, which is incredible. So, Adam, go and find that. Yeah. And yes. my number two is Candyman. Good for you, Sharon. That's why we get along. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so me and Adam have one. You and me have one. And we're all friends. We're like a yes. tight little family of 90s now magic. Oh, Candyman was amazing oh, because so it good. tapped into uh, into like jazz roots so solidly. Mm-hmm. Uh, selfishly, when I was teaching the history of popular music to students, I was able to grab that song and sort of in a draw, you know, from the past and say, look, this music still happens in a pure way yep. with a real pop uh, tone to it. Like she, th- there was no debate that there was a straight up jazz song, but it was a Christina Aguilera song at the same time. So it was uh, enlightening young listeners uh, in a really cool way. And it's a great song. Oh, so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen to that song, Adam. 
I have listened to it. Okay, it's been good. a while, but okay, good. Yes. But you guys both find the uh, the fighter Mama Jamma remix. I'm a Will find do. it, Sharon. You mo- you gonna find it. You gonna yeah. love it. <laughs> oh, by the way, before you wrap things up, I must put out this to our lovely audience. Um, we haven't talked about her a lot yet so far this season, but all of us here on Nineties are huge fans of Cece Peniston especially following her on Instagram. And oh, I, did you saw her post this week? Yeah, I invite everyone <laughs> to please yeah. check out Cece Peniston's uh, recent, uh, I guess we'll call it beach video. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that she has put on Instagram. It is absolutely amazing. And we've been fortunate, again, to have Cece on the show. And she's just such a bright light and just, like, love her. Love her. Sharon, she make sure you iconic. go find her. Yeah. I will. <laughs> That's that's the end of me, Sharon. You can wrap things up. Well, I'm uh, I'm gonna wrap it up quick because I've got Cece on my screen now, okay. so I'm gonna go and enjoy that. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening and finding us and passing on the good word to other people. We appreciate it. Trip back to the '90s is always fun, but especially fun with Cal and Adam and you guys. Thank you for listening uh, to '90s Now, still happening. <laughs>